listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by Dango, Mondo, Tommy B, Nick B, and Black Cat. <laughs> That's fun. I don't know why it's just a fun th- way to say it. <laughs> Happy Halloween, my lovelies, and thanks for joining us on the 193rd episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. To celebrate Halloween this week, we've decided to do something a little different and cover some PG-rated animated horror films? Horror films? Sure. So, so today we'll be discussing Paranorman. Frankenweenie, and Monster House. As a reminder, we do tend to spoil movies, so listen at your own risk. Uh, You can watch these movies. Let's see. Paranorman is streaming on Netflix. Frankenweenie is up on Disney+, and Monster House is on FUBU, and also uh, Peacock. Not FUBU. (laughs) (laughs) Not for us, by us. No. For you, by us. For us, by us. I don't know what FUBU is, honestly. It's just Uh, a thing. It's well. It's, it's streaming on Fubu. It's also streaming on Peacock. Stop calling it Fubu. <laughs> Fubo. <laughs> I can't get it out of my head. Oh my gosh! I'm familiar with the one and not the other. You should try. Okay, ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Monster House is currently streaming on Fubo, and also on Peacock. So proud of you. Thanks. <laughs> is Peacock like the NBC? Yes. Oh, okay. That's where I watched it, so. Got it. I have the Blu-ray. Well, she's so fancy. So I watched the Blu-ray because I'm fancy. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we're going to skip Trailer Trash Talk this week because we're doing three movies. And also, yeah. there's not a lot of new trailers right now. No, which is fine. So, yeah, it's totally fine. Happens. It does. So we'll kick it off today. Let's kick it off with Frank and Weenie. Get this one over with. Okay, sounds good. 2012, directed by Tim Burton. It's written by John August, who wrote films such as Big Fish, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, uh, and The Corpse Bride. And it's based on the idea by Tim Burton. Um, The original screenplay for the original Frank and Weenie was written by Leonard Rips. I guess Frank and Weenie used to be... Was Tim was a Tim Burton short back in 1984 that was released? Yeah, it's also on Disney Plus. If you oh, wanted to watch that, there you go. I didn't watch it. I didn't either. Spoiler alert. Yeah, <laughs> it's not really a spoiler. <laughs> no, it's not. The IMDb summary is: When a boy's beloved dog passes away suddenly, he attempts to bring the animal back to life through a powerful science experiment. So, you hate me. I do. Guys, I could not handle this movie um, at all. It's a, I'm sure it's adorable, and I understand why people love it. It was just so depressing to me that I couldn't handle it. Um, but I was surprised because uh, this movie came out in 2012. I thought it was funny that the that Winona Ryder voiced our young. I don't know what you would call her, young young female character, when everybody sure. else seemed to be, like, relatively, I mean, probably, like, late teens, and then Winona. Well, I mean, she's Winona. I know. I loved it. She has a very, like, delicate voice, though. She totally does, still. Totally works. No, it was amazing. I was very yeah. excited to hear her. Yes. Um, I am terrible at picking out voices. Oh, really? I'm not, I have to look it up. I'll be like, that sounds familiar. I probably know that person. And then I have to look it up. Tony is excellent at it. Because yeah. he was sitting down with me. And he's like, oh, that's what's his name. Oh, that's this person. Oh, that's that person. I'm like, how the fuck can you tell? Like, I don't. No, yeah. Catherine O'Hara, obviously, like, very, a very telling voice. And, yes. She's um, in she's two in... of these movies. Yeah, I was noticing that. I was like, is that? My girl again? Yeah. It sure is. Yeah. Um, not surprising. She no. also has a fantastic voice. Love her. Um, Martin Landau, right? He was the science teacher. Sure. I think. 
<laughs> I don't know voices. <laughs> um, no, I'm really, I'm that way with voices, which kind of distracts me sometimes when they pick like super famous people with very distinctive voices to do voiceovers. Um, mm-hmm. I had a hard time like watching the first How to Train Your Dragon, like removing the the faces from what I was watching. But then sure. now I love that movie, so it was fine. Long, I think it was very drawn out. <laughs> the weird part about, I don't know, the, this movie is a very strange. <laughs> I mean, all, and most of Tim Burton's films are, um, I do think it's very cute. There's lots of cute stuff. I know you have a hard time getting over the dog stuff. Um, I personally had kind of a hard time with it, too. I think now that I have a dog, I'm just very sensitive to, like, I don't know. There was a lot of, like, emotion behind losing your dog. And it made me think about losing my dog. And then it made me very sad. Oh, it's the worst. So I think there was that. But, I mean, overall, it's pretty cute. There's a lot of cute little dog things. I like how he, like, loses an ear, and he's like, I can fix it. <laughs> His little tail pops off. Oh. oh, my God. He's very, he's very ugly. He's a very ugly dog, even he before he dies. Adorable. No. What are you even saying? He's, he's got disgusting. a little weird olive nose. No, he's Stop disgusting. It. He is not cute. <laughs> Stop it. How dare you? I mean, he's cute because of his very cute like puppy personality but like just looking at him i'm not like oh that's a cute dog (laughs) blasphemy no not cute he's adorable i do like that it's all in black and white i can appreciate the victor frankenstein name and and the neighbor who is uh van helsing and so like i I, it's I, i see what you're doing there it's very cute um I like it way more than um, Nightmare Before Christmas, but that's not saying much because, as our listeners probably already know, I am not a huge fan of Nightmare Before Christmas at all. I, on the other hand, love it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I would watch this a billion times before I watch Nightmare on Elm Street or Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare Before Christmas, <laughs> not Nightmare on Elm Street. Love Nightmare on Elm Street. Lies. Oh, not that, lies that you would watch. Yeah. Anyway. Um. <sighs> There were I a lot of get into Corpse Bride. Me either. It it felt weird. The music wasn't as good. Yeah. I don't even remember a single song from it, to be honest. Um, I yeah. I this know. one doesn't have music. I think no. that might be part of what I like about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's really- cute. I like the monster tie-in. I just like. I don't know. It I was distracting. The dog it. thing was distracting. I was exhausted from crying. And so when I wasn't crying, I was just like kind of zoned out. Like I was aware of what was going on, but then mm. I wasn't. And then I was crying again. So. No. I'm sorry. It's okay. I really but didn't. Now we know. <laughs> I, we, well, we didn't know. And now we know. <laughs> we didn't it's know. a little too much for Carly. Couldn't handle it. No what's, movies about dogs. What's funny is I texted Amy at the very beginning. Like nothing had even happened yet except for I think it was right when they were showing the movie that the home movie that they, he made. Yeah. And he was and Sparky was like being adorable and like <laughs> unplugging the thing. I was like, I am not. This is not going to go well for me. I can tell because <laughs> I was already getting emotional. You were already attached. <laughs> yeah. You're already attached to Sparky. (laughs) How quickly Um, that happens. Oh, my gosh. Two seconds. I liked the cute, like, the little, their noses touching, and they got electrocuted, and then she had the bride. Yeah. She had the bride hairdo. The little poodle next door did. Um, It stressed me out when (laughs) they, the parents found Sparky, and everybody was yelling, and poor Sparky was scared. I was like, stop. Stop Stop yelling. He's scared and he's sad. He's just a pups. Oh my good grief. Enough. But it has a happy ending. Yeah, but not before a really depressing ending. It was like well, holy it's depressing, cow, all so those it's cars with his little ending. body in the middle. I was like, oh my God. My poor dog. Leia was like, how do I fix this? Like she Aww. was just sitting on me, kissing my face Aww. intensely. I was like, you can't fix this. <laughs> you need to ride it out. <laughs> can't fix it. It's Frankenweenie. 
It's too much. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> no more movies about dogs. Guys, I'm, I'm ridiculous. It's too much. It's too much for Carly. I'm so sorry. Whew. But, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. This is probably my least favorite of the three, to be honest. I think it looks the coolest, though. It does. It's beautiful. It's I, really a beautiful to watch. I 100%. Like, Tim Burton's style yeah. in and in this kind of, like, claymation animation is yeah. phenomenal. It is. The characters look amazing. That weird, creepy blonde girl. Oh, that, my gosh. <laughs> terrifying. Get her cat with her poop out of here. What in the heck? If anybody came up to me, I'd be like, I got to go. I just You're- love how realistic the cat looks, but the dog looks <laughs> nothing like a dog looks. <laughs> that cat bat. The cat oh, bat is very strange. It gets very strange. I don't understand what happens to these animals once lightning strikes them. I know. It's like everybody, like, it's either works or it doesn't work. And then all of a sudden at the end, everybody's ginormous or like a a weird hybrid or like invisible for some reason (laughs) or invisible i forgot about the invisible one (laughs) yeah if lightning strikes an animal if you don't love the animal something weird will happen to it yeah watch out but they dug up their old pets to electrocute them so weird so you would think that they would have loved these animals well that's why it worked right because they wanted it to because remember when he was like no. It worked the first time, and then the second time I really didn't want it to work, or I really didn't care, and so it didn't work the second time. Well, it worked, it just didn't stick. Yeah. The fish did not make it. So, like, I don't know. And she loved that cat. She wasn't even trying to electrocute Yeah, she wasn't trying, she was trying it's to an, do the bat. It was an accident. Yeah. Yep. I don't, it's, this isn't fucking. Oh my god! This, the, fuck, I can't. this movie doesn't make any sense. <laughs> really, no, none of these the movies fire. make any sense. I was trying no. to make sense of the movies, and every time I tried, I was like, I don't know if this is like a normal kids movie thing. And it's just been a minute since I've watched a legit kids movie. <laughs> it might be because they don't really need to make any logical sense. It's right. more just like because when you're a kid. Or I miss, like, when most people are kids, they don't really, they're like, oh, this is happening now, and this is happening later, and I accept that. Whereas we're like, but wait a minute. Explain the science to me. I know, well, it doesn't have to make complete scientific sense, but, like, I don't really understand the explanation we're given. No. That, why does love have to do with, what does love have to do with science? What's love got to do, got to do sides? Everything. <laughs> this is why America's in the in this situation it is now. Oh, my God. We're confusing love and science? No. Yep, that's no. it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're just not even sort of believing in science. I do like how at the beginning they're like, since we live in a town that we're at lightnings almost every night. Yeah. <laughs> like, what town is this? New Holland, of course. I love oh that everybody's God. just super weird. Like all Everyone's the kids. super weird. Yeah. Uh, well, the characters are very like, like the evil n- neighbor mayor still kind of looks like the mayor from Nightmare Before Christmas mm-hmm. a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, there's definitely some reminiscent characters. Running around in this one. Um, but, you know, that's just a Tim Burton kind of style. It I'm, is. I like cute. it. I I like this movie. I think it's cute. It's not my favorite of the three we watched. Um, it's be- But I haven't seen it since theater. So, for me, it was nice to revisit. I'm sorry that you didn't have an enjoyable time with it. I feel like most people love this movie and i get it most people i think should at least appreciate the movie it might not be their favorite uh tim burton animated it might be mine though i don't like the corpse bride and i don't like nightmare before christmas i love nightmare i like things about nightmare 
But there's a lot of things I don't like about Nightmare that yeah. overshadow the things I do like about Nightmare. So if you want to hear more about that, you can listen to our Nightmare <laughs> Before Christmas episode. We have a whole conversation about oh, it. It's a whole argument. I feel like it's an argument. <laughs> it's quite an argument. Quite. Quite. All right. I'm ready to move on. We can get rid of this sad movie for you. We never have to talk about it again. Let's move on. <laughs> oh, I do have one question Kay. before we move on. Yeah. I have a very important question I uh, I wrote down in my notepad. Why are science fairs always a thing in TV and movies? Have you ever been to a science fair, saw a science fair, heard of a science fair in real life? No. Me neither. Never in my life. My school definitely did not have science fairs. I don't think science fairs are real. I think... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they have to be real somewhere, right? Do they? I don't Do they know. have to be real or were they maybe just once upon a time real so people just continue to talk about them in movies and TV like they're real because now they're like a f- a real in the existence of entertainment but not in reality. I feel like that's right. It's weird. That's safe to assume, I think. Gilmore Girls, science yep. fair. That's the first thing that I thought of. Very important. Yeah. This movie, science fair is like... The most important thing happening in these students' yeah. lives. <laughs> if this, yeah, yeah, they were like, "We're doing this," even though our science teacher got banished. We're right. doing this, and they're fighting like they really want to win. Like, it's a very common thing in TV where it's like, if there's a science fair, someone's taking it very seriously and yeah. has to win. They like, gotta <laughs> win. Number one, and there's please. always a volcano involved and or a potato clock. <laughs> Just saying. Those are the things you see at the science fairs always. Like, come up with some original ideas, kids, for real. It's always the lamest kid making a potato clock or a stupid volcano. Like, we get it. Baking soda. Always the volcano, it. for sure. Really? Like, who? That's not science. I, I don't know that I've seen a potato clock. Really? You've never seen a potato clock? Uh... In basically any uh, science fair episode or or portion of a movie, you're going to see a potato Girls? clock in the background. What? Was it in Gilmore Girls? Uh, probably. Maybe I'm just not super observant about the potato clock. I feel like um, Saved by the Bell probably had some science fair episodes. Okay, okay. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I probably every 90s TV show we watched had a science fair episode. <laughs> I think that's right. It's and pretty it was common. Thing. It's pretty common. But but people at home, please, if you have been to a science fair, please, please let us know. Let us know. I want to hear pictures? all about it. I want to see them. I don't think this is a real thing. I, I don't really either. don't. I think it's extinct. It may have been real at one point. <laughs> now it just lives in entertainment lives and not in real life. That's so funny. I'm just saying. It's such a fucking thing. It's always a thing. It's, it's so always weird. a thing. Okay. All right. I'm, gi- I'm giving up on it. We're moving I'm, on. I'm glad you brought it up. Thank you. I'm glad I brought it up too. I'm really worried about science fairs. She's concerned, guys. I'm confused and we curious. just want to know where they're happening. I, I just need to know if they're still a thing. And where did the science fair go? Why did we stop science fairs? Are science fairs the reason why so many people reject science now? Maybe if we continued to have science fairs, people would accept science again in their lives. I'm just saying. It's possible. It's so possible. Science is failing us right now. I know we need people aren't accepting it because we lost the science fairs because the science fair fucking went. Where did the science fair go? I'm just saying I asked Tony. I was like, hey, you ever been to a science fair? Heard of a science fair happening? Do you know someone who was a part of a science fair? He's like, no, it's not a real thing. I'm like, I'm saying. Well, it's saying in all entertainment. But, like, half the shows and movies we watch in- <laughs> include science fairs. It's true. It's true. Right. It's like Lorelai when she asked, where did all the anvils go? 
Where did all the anvils go? I'm, I'm still wondering where all the anvils went. So one of life's major questions. Along with the science fairs. Along with science fairs. I would like to ask Lorelai Gilmore what she thinks the science fairs went. There's got, I think there was a science fair in Gilmore Girls. Oh, there 100% was. Uh, yeah. That's how we figure out that oh, Luke oh, is oh, a dad. Yeah. But I mean with Rory. No, oh. there definitely was for April. I don't know if Rory. I know Rory had like some sort of a science assignment, but I don't think it was a full-on science fair. Okay, we can move on. We can move on from this. <laughs> I'm rewatching Gilmore Girls, so it's just fresh in my head. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we are going to now talk about Monster House from 2006, uh, directed by Gil Keenan, who did the Poltergeist remake, written by Dan Harmon, of Rick and Morty and Community fame. Oh, love Rick and uh, Morty. Rob Schrab, uh, who wrote for the Creep Show TV series, and Pamela Petler, yep. who did Corpse Bride. The IMDb summary is, three teens discover that their neighbor's house is really a living, breathing, scary monster. So... This movie, I can't believe this was 2006. Like, how was it so long ago? I don't know. It's a long time. I don't time. feel like it was any... I feel like it came out around the same time as Frank and Weenie. So I have a hard time believing that it was so much. Six years before. Yeah, that's that's a, a long time. Which oh. um, makes sense, I think, because... Um, at least animation-wise, this this one is the the lesser of the three, Right. Well, this one's motion capture. Right. I don't know if the other ones are. Oh, I thought Frankenweenie was. Maybe. Because I thought that's how he usually does it. Maybe. That could be. Could be. Um, um. But <laughs> it was the first. It says it's the first animated film to be made using Sony's animation rendering software. So oh, whatever that means. I, I have don't no know. idea what that I means. I don't know what that means. <laughs> But that's what it says. <laughs> oh. That could mean something to someone. <laughs> Not to me. Oh, that's funny. Um, um, so I... Catherine O'Hara and Fred Willard as mom <sighs> and dad. Love it. Gold and Steve Buscemi. And Steve Buscemi. Oh. Bill Hader. Not Bill Hader. What's no, the guy Jason who's Napoleon? Lee. Jason... Yes, Jason Lee. But also the guy who's Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, John. 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 Heater. Heater. Header? Sure. H-E-D-E-R, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That Which, guy's got... His that character, guy's one of those His voices. character is so unnecessary. I don't understand the point of his character. The only reason why he exists is to tell us to kill it in the heart. I <laughs> guess. Uh, yeah, I guess. Um, I really like this movie, but it is weird. <laughs> this movie is so weird. And I was literally watching it. And when dude has a freaking heart attack and dies, I was like, holy shit, this is a kid's movie? He didn't die. I know, but you think he dies until the end of the movie. I wish that they let more characters die in this movie. Because they, they end just up get like, eaten. not really being dead at the end. And I'm like, mm, we could have just let them die. Yeah. But I guess because it's PG, that's how they kept the PG rating, is by making it so they didn't actually die. Do you think when, like, the the raiders were watching it, they were like, oh, my God, just, like, (laughs) die? And they're like, just wait. He's fine. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) He doesn't really die. Maybe. Or they did have it where they died, and the raiders were like, listen, if you want this to be PG, you need to add something at the end so they're not dead. (laughs) They're like, Gil, this isn't going to fly. No. Come on, Gil. (laughs) <laughs> Dan, this isn't Poltergeist Dan Harmon what do you think this is Rick, Rick and Morty it's not Rick and Morty Rick and Morty wasn't a thing in 2006 by the way no, but neither was their Poltergeist oh my movie, god so. I love Rick and Morty so much though it's so good my brother was uh, one of them who was he last what? year what oh <laughs> you mean for Halloween yeah it's <laughs> like what do you mean he was one of them <laughs> Just he was it's one of them. It's weird. It's a weird statement. <laughs> saying for for Halloween, I'm confused. <laughs> he just was one of them. <laughs> What's that mean? 
don't know. Uh, no, um, he was Rick. Uh, I am pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Rick last year for Halloween. It. And he, it was like so good. Yeah, it's a great show. Um, So I love this movie, but it, yeah, like I said, it's weird. It's I don't remember. I didn't remember the end. Me either. And the end makes no sense to me. Like I cannot wrap my head around it. I was like, this is dark though. It's dark, but it's so strange. It's super strange and also very dark. Like, okay, so he fell in love with the lady from the circus who sleeps in a cage and then yeah, he steals the cage? cage. Why is she is she trapped? He hooks up the is cage to his trailer <laughs> and steals her. And she hates everyone, especially kids. And then yeah. she dies. Yeah. And then he she, he leaves her in the basement in the cage. What? What is happening? No, he doesn't leave her. I mean, he locked her in there, which doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make sense. But I was like, she, okay, he, she was she, cemented into the ground. <laughs> right. But then how did he get the cage around her? Yeah, I don't know about. I don't have an answer for you there. What happened? These are all the questions that popped up in my head as I was watching the scenario. I don't understand why she's in a cage. Me either. At the circus, she's a human being. It's because she's large. She's supposed to be the quote unquote fat lady, right? But like, in what fucking universe is the fat lady fucking kept in a cage? And like, she's fine with it after hours. With no so like weird. water or bucket, like, just no, in a cage, and it wasn't just in a cage in the middle of the circus where there's people around. She's in the middle of a field somewhere with no yeah. one there. She was so alone; nobody was there to even raise an eye to I, a man coming and hooking her up to his truck. I mean, and wheeling her away. It's so weird. Like, who came up with that premise? I don't know. I don't. Drugs had to have been involved. I, it's so fucking strange. Right? Like in and the for writer's a children's room? movie. Oh, it's not Let's like. Let's put it's, her in a cage. But it like legit looks like Dumbo. Like Dumbo is left in 100% the cage. 100% it does. It's, it is. But a woman. No. It's what so freaking weird. <laughs> what happened? I don't know. And he quote unquote rescues her. Your your option is to stay in this cage in a field by yourself and die. Or would you like to come with me? And she's like, yeah, okay, I'll go. <laughs> and why is he stealing all the toys? Well, she's stealing the toys. But he's well, the one that stole oh, the tricycle well, he's at the taking beginning. Them so that the kids don't go on the lawn. Yeah. He, he doesn't want her to hurt them. I understand that, but, like, he could have just been, like, take your trike and get the hell out of here. Well, I don't think he wants them to go on the property to take the trike. You want, you you mean, why does he, he he thinks if he's mean, they won't come near the house anymore. I guess. Yeah. That's what it is. All right. I just don't understand how she becomes the house. Like, she gets, okay, she accidentally gets cemented into the basement of this house. That's it. She's in the foundation. Done. And now she's just the house? The whole house. She lives as the house, has control of the house. Her body becomes the house. Her uvula is the chandelier. Yep. Her eyes are the windows. Yep. It's just... (laughs) She can pull the trees out of the ground and make... They're her legs. I mean, it is helpful for me as a human to know that Dan Harmon helped write this. And I know <laughs> for a fact he wrote that part. <laughs> He's like, I got it, guys. He's fucking weird. He put me in touch with animation. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, otherwise, it's so good. It's so dark. I Yeah. Really, it's enjoyable. Like, it's. It made me very uncomfortable how mean Maggie Gyllenhaal was she's to so him. Mean. Actually, she's not so bad. Bones uh, is the one that's an asshole. Bones, I oh my gosh, please. I almost started crying when he started ripping the stuffing out of what that bunny. What the fuck kind of a monster would take a child stuffed animal and rip it up in front of their eyes? Bones. 
What the he should have died. What he well, we thought he did until the end anyway. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what was up with that kite, but he was into it. He was into it. He really wanted that red kite, and then he got eaten by the house. But I was confused by their relationship because when she pulls up, he seems like he knows her and is comfortable with her. Yeah, and, I think he is. And then she was like just kind of a jerk. Well, she's a teenager. Yeah, but I babysat and I was never a jerk to my kids. Yeah, but you're like not a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> you're like the babysitter every parent wants and thinks they're hiring for their kids, not like the actual babysitter that they're hiring for their kids. <laughs> I was, like, offended. I was like, how dare she? How dare she compliment <laughs> me like that? Oh, no, not you. When Z was oh. being mean. Oh, yeah. I mean, she was pretending to be, like, wholesome and sweet when the, she thought the parents were home. And when she found out the parents were home, she just kind of relaxed and became herself. And I don't think she was that mean to him. She acted more like a big sister, I think, in most movies would act. She didn't okay. believe him, but I don't think she was over the top mean to him. Bones was an asshole. And Bones even she was, was like, asshole. Bones, you need to fucking stop. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't. She wasn't like the sweetest person in the movie, but I think uh, she's all right. Because I was like, if, he's not even being a brat. Like, it would make sense if like he was being a jerk, but he was just like normal. And then no, she was he's like, just, like a weird I'm going to break this plant. What did you do? I think it was just like he was just a weird kid. You know? He's a little peeping Tom. Yeah. I liked the characters. I thought Chowder was kind of annoying, but I liked the little girl. Me and, too. Uh, I thought the relationships in this were more f- enjoyable to watch. Yeah, they were fun. I felt like the relationships in Frank and Weenie didn't really work, but it's kind of like a... Tim Burton thing. It didn't feel like there was because I feel like Victor was so like on his own. Yeah. Obviously. And even like there's there's supposed to be a connection between him and Winona Ryder's character. But like that really never like. It never really happens. Yeah. And then everybody else was just kind of like weird. Yeah. Because everybody was weird. Yeah. I could see this. But we actually had relationships. Beyond the house being a person, I feel like this could have been like a live action movie for sure. Oh, absolutely. Because the characters are fun. Yeah. And they're believable. Yeah. I think I think the reason this movie wasn't as successful is really only because it doesn't really... Like, who is the audience for this? It's not children. Not little children, anyway. I would never, yeah. like, sit a little one in front of this movie. It's probably way too scary for them. I, don't, I probably would. <sighs> Maybe if they're like 10 or older, I'm not sitting like a six-year-old in front of this. It's going to terrify them. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'd watch this with my nephew, my five-and-a-half-year-old nephew. Depends on the kid, I guess. (laughs) I think it gets pretty scary. Even Tony was like, this movie's gnarly. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. It gets dark. But there's a lot of movies that like I watched when I was little that I didn't realize were as dark as they are until I watched them again when I was older. Have you watched The Brave Little Toaster lately? Because holy crap, that movie is fucking wild. Do you think I've seen The Brave Little Toaster, (laughs) period? You haven't? I'm mostly sure I haven't. Oh my gosh. Didn't that come out when we were like older? No. What year did that movie come out? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Because if it was 96 or later, I was way too old for that shit. Uh, no, it was 87. All right. <laughs> I, I I don't think I could ever get into toasters. Oh, it was so good. Like that. <laughs> it's weird, man. It's so weird. <laughs> it's John so Lovitz, scary. huh? Weird. It's so scary. I didn't know John Lovitz was in the Brave Little Toaster. Who knew? And Phil Hartman? Aw. I'm telling you, this is a thing. All right. I'm not going to watch it, though. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> that time has passed. Uh, 
did you notice that when they dress up the vacuum cleaner as a child to try to confuse the house, they dress it up as the kid in the Halloween party in Donnie Darko? No. It's legit the same mask and Letterman's jacket. As oh my the, gosh. That's as, hilarious. Yeah. I, that's really funny. That's a cute nod. This was supposed to take place in 1983, although I didn't. It feels fairly timeless to me. Yeah. Um, there's a note on here that, that you know the, the super soakers they're using only only one of them would have existed at that time. <laughs> I guess uh, the bigger ones probably weren't a thing yet. Love me some. Remember super when soakers. super soakers like got really popular? That was I really still exciting. love super soakers. Oh yeah. That was really exciting, though. Yeah. Better than those little stupid squirt guns. Oh, it was the worst, though, if you got the gun that, like, didn't pump right? Ugh. Totally. I always got it because I was the little one. They'd um, always give me the shitty one that didn't work. It's rough. Yeah. It's rough. It's hard being the youngest. It is. I don't know. Yeah, it is. No. Anyway, I really like this one. I enjoy it. I think the acting, there's lots of good actors in this. It's fun to watch. It's super dark. Um, there's interesting characters. It's fucking weird. It's really fucking weird. It's and, so weird. Uh, I think this is the darkest, um, like a human one. I think so. I think have. it's the darkest of the three we watched. Um, for sure. Yeah. I think so. I think it is. Yeah. So weird. We got, I really enjoyed yeah. rewatching it. I remember really liking it in the theater. So it's fun. It's fun to rewatch for me. It was fun for me to rewatch as well. I don't even right. remember the last time I saw this. It might have been when it first came out. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on then. Let's do Anything it. else? That's all I got. Okay. And we're going to finish up with Frank, Frank and Norman. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Ooh. Paranorman from 2012, also from 2012, directed by Chris Butler who previously directed Kubo and the Two Strings. It's also directed by Sam Fell, who's doing the new Chicken Run 2. Carly, I'm sure you're very excited about that. Yep, number one. It's also written by Chris Butler. The IMDb summary is, A misunderstood boy takes on ghosts, zombies, and grown-ups to save his town from a centuries-old curse. So, I... I'm going to just say, I think this is the best of the three. I loved this movie so much. This is the first one that I watched, and it made me so uh, happy. It's really good. Yeah. I think I forgot how good it was. I it's really, great. Yeah. It, I enjoyed it the most of the three. Oh, same. Um, It's just got the best story. It I does. Laughed, it, it also, I cried. Yeah, it's a, good, it, it's a good movie. It made. Oh God, I laughed so much. It makes the so most much. sense too. Yeah, <laughs> it's still weird, but it makes the most sense of all of them. It really does. I love how he's like super into horror. We get some Halloween imagery and the Halloween. Uh, oh my gosh! Music. When he was wearing the the Halloween or the hockey mask, yeah, outside of his window by the. Yeah clothesline i was like yeah. <laughs> i like it's like the biggest belly laugh i loved it i well actually did that moment with like well actually michael myers doesn't wear a hockey mask <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i like that he's like want to play some hockey like that's friday the 13th and and uh jason does not hang out next to uh sheets <laughs> on the clothesline no and he doesn't stare <laughs> he doesn't stare yeah no, I, I really appreciated that. I also like the fake horror movie they make within this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's watching and it's like zombies and there's someone screaming and then she takes a breath and continues screaming. And then you see the boom mic getting in the frame and she like <laughs> flicks it away. <laughs> uh, I, love I loved it. I loved the first scene where he's walking and he's talking to every single dead person he sees and then he yes. sees a real person and he's like Whoa, I gotta, don't talk to you and like <laughs> I was like oh same little dude I Me wish too. they kept that up more I feel like at the beginning of this movie he's always talking to ghosts and then he mm-hmm. doesn't really until the end again yeah so, 
I would have. I don't know. I like. I liked that. I just wanted more of it. Yeah. Um, I felt bad for him. His dad does not understand. That whole like I don't know. His dad made me really sad. <laughs> me too, especially because his mom was so the opposite. Leslie Jeff Mann. Garland, right? His yeah, dad. Yeah, his mom tries. Sister is awful, but that's understandable. She's a teenager, yeah. and it's and she loves him as we come to yes. see. Anna Kendrick does yeah. a great job with she that does. role. Um. I don't know. I'm a big fan of it. I like uh I like Mitchell. Character Mitchell. Yeah. <laughs> love I love boyfriend. at the end that Mitch is just gay. And so just does, gay. It's just the end. It's yeah. Just like the, no. You love my boyfriend. Yeah. He loves those movies. Boom. End. <laughs> She's so just good. flirting with him the whole time. He doesn't even give a fuck. He doesn't. I love you when know, he's like, oh baby. And yeah. she's like, Yeah. And then he's talking to his car. Yeah. <laughs> I love how uh, I love this note that I found in the trivia because as soon as I read it, I was like, that's absolutely true. Ready? Norman and Mitch never talk the entire movie to each other. Oh, that is true, huh? (laughs) Isn't that so weird? Well, because they're literally together almost half the movie. And they never say anything to each other. That's so interesting. It's really weird. Because it's like Mitch and the sister talking mm-hmm. the whole time, and then Norman and his friend talking the whole time. Like yeah. They don't, like, have conversations with each other. It's Alvin strange. was the friend, right? Alvin, yeah. Or was it Neil? Neil. Alvin, Alvin, Alvin is was the, the bully. bully. Yeah. He was listening to Dizzy Rascal and it made me very excited because I haven't heard that song in forever. And I was very excited. (laughs) Alvin kind of reminded me of Ice from Hocus Pocus. Yes. (laughs) Ice. Oh, hey, Hollywood. (laughs) Yeah, a little. He's got a very like, hey, Hollywood. Oh, man, that's uh, Chris Mintz-Plass. And Uncle Pendergast is great. John Goodman. Of course. Amazing. Uncle Pendergast is is wonderful. I like that character. I mean, all the characters are really fun. It's it gets a little creepy at the end for kids. It does. Not for not kids, but it's good. I I enjoy I think it's the most enjoyable. I think the story moves nice and quick. Um I I feel for the characters. I'm interested in the story. I don't really know that I get the whole witch thing, but fine. <laughs> it's fine. I think in this, it makes more sense than the other films oh, that totally. were given. Oh, totally. I love that little Patience Buckner is the voice of Aggie. Yes. L- keeping with that, that creep-tastic uh, career, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And so Aggie's last name is Pendergast. Mm-hmm. And the uncle's Pendergast. Yeah. Does that mean that Aggie and Norman are related? That's what I assumed, but then yeah. they never touched on it. They're all just like special, special kids with superpowers. Right. Well, that's kind of what I, what I, I thought that the mom, because she's the Pendergast, right? Yeah. I thought that the mom was being sympathetic because she had something uh, you know, like she was also that way, but then they never right. said that. So I just was like, okay, maybe yeah, I'm wrong. maybe it skips a generation. Maybe she's yeah. more aware of it. She could or have said something. Her brother, her I'm brother saying. got the gift, and she didn't. You yeah, know, whatever. Yeah, could be. I, mean, I uh, it was definitely her side of the family, though. That was yeah. Pendergast is definitely her brother. Yeah, Uncle Pendergast. Um. I mean, I like it. I like that the zombies aren't really bad. They're just misunderstood. How cute. <laughs> and I like that. the I, I do like that, like, kind of turn of events that the people turn into the angry mob yes. that we see in all monster movies. And then at the end, they're like, oh, that wasn't really me. I was just going along with it because that's what everybody else was doing. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, mm, some people need Lends to watch itself this movie. to today's climate a Hell little yeah. bit. Hell yeah. <laughs> too busy being scared of things instead of listening to people <clears throat> and reason. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Excuse me while I drink my wine. <laughs> and that's the tea. Mm-hmm. Slurp. Thank you for catching that. <laughs> um, so I like that. I thought that the end is nice and creepy. I think the animation at the end is beautiful. Oh, me too. With Aggie and the electricity and mm-hmm. her break and her slowly becoming back to herself. Becoming back to herself. Turning back into herself. Oh my god, I love I when she beautiful. falls asleep on Norman's yes. shoulder and everything just kind of melts away. No, it's beautifully crafted. So that, that whole beautiful. scene is really beautiful. I just want to touch Norman's hair. <laughs> just like it's so <laughs> vertical. It is very vertical. It's like a pompadour. It is. Yeah. Did you notice at the end... Um, there's like a street sign that says witchy wieners on it and then the witch and then the W in witch, uh, goes out in light. So it looks like it says itchy wieners. (laughs) I do re actually now that you said that I do remember (laughs) witchy wieners, but I didn't, I didn't catch that part. You didn't catch the itchy wieners I didn't catch the itchy wieners. Oh, that's too bad. I'm bummed. Now I'm going to have to watch it again, I guess. (laughs) You should. See those itchy wieners. I think this is the one I want to watch again the most. And it is the only one I've seen more than once. This is the one that I will watch again soon. I love Norman's grandma. I want her to be my grandma. I loved as jerkish as the dad was. I loved at the end when he turns to his mom. Oh. I was like. Hi to her. little heart. Oh. He came around. Mom comes and sits down and like sits on the chair not on the couch because that's where she knows grandma's sitting that's Mm -hmm. why i think that mom knows she was in the other room you know what i mean i don't know i think i don't think she doesn't know yeah like i think she's probably like you know your husband really doesn't believe in it and you know that all signs of being an adult makes you say that you can't believe in it but i think that underneath it all she does yeah but I mean, I think she can like she can at least sense it. Like she has something. Oh yeah, you know. I think she believes him the most of anyone else. Oh, for sure, for sure. Well, and his little. They could have done more with that, but I think it's understandable. Like she's an adult. Yeah, she has to be with her husband on it. Um, I think she does the best she can to kind of ease the situation as best she could sure. between the two. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Neil made me laugh a lot. I I thought he was a solid comic relief I character. I really like Neil. Same. I think he's probably one of my favorite like nerdyish characters. Mm-hmm. Because I love how he's so unapologetic about who he is. And yeah. like why and you know Norman's like don't you get mad at the bullies and he's like yeah but why? Like why bother? Like I like if when you, he's, a go- if he's you like were, list- What did he say? Like, if you were stupid, if you were stupider and bigger, <laughs> yes. you'd probably be a bully too or something yes. like that. Yes. So smart. If you were taller and dumber or something yeah. like that, yeah. you'd probably be a bully too. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can see it click in Norman. He's like, yeah, oh, it's probably, probably true. I love when he's like, well, why don't they talk to you? And he like is just listing off all the things. Yeah. I have asthma. I have this. I have yeah. this lunchbox. <laughs> There's a lot wrong with me. Yeah. <laughs> it's so He's like, want to come over and see if my dog's hanging out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He's just so accepting and sweet and, like, good-hearted. He's a good character. What does he scare away Prendergast with? It's, like, his food. I forget. And he's, I don't like, remember. chasing him with it. It's so yeah. funny. <laughs> I don't remember. This isn't over. It's pretty good, though. Poor Pendergast. I know. Oh, that was another rough scene with like a dead body. <laughs> He's just like, well, I'm supposed to grab this book from this dead body that's in I a love cabin. How Alvin shows up at the house with Norman and like somehow Alvin like sees Pendergast's dead body and goes, Oh, 
that's, you know, like he's not happy about seeing it, but he doesn't freak out nearly as much as you think. No. A child who's seeing their first dead body. Dead body would be like their dead home. Like, oh my gosh. I would have freaked out. That, the, like, the reaction was not a, a lot. I've been like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. There's That's a legit okay. dead body in here. We should probably call the police. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm a dumb bully, but I know that. Oh, my gosh. I like when they were like, is anybody bit? No. <laughs> is anybody bit? No. Zombies yeah. don't bite people. Not in this one. Not in this one, because they're nice. Nice zombies. Well, nicer than they were as people, I guess. I know they were rotten people. They were not good people. I like that they confront that though. They're like, "Why did you do that?" And he's just like, "Cause I was. We were scared. Yeah, we just didn't. That's what we did. Yeah, we were. We were angry mobs because we were scared and we didn't know any better. Yeah, it's a good message. There's it good is messages a good in message here. that should no. be watched by a lot of people <laughs> in this current climate. Maybe we should make everybody in the country watch it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't think I have any more to say, but I did enjoy watching some animated movies. It's cute. These are great additions for family, horror-loving families. Yeah, I agree. It's Super good watch fun. for kids around the holiday season. And by holiday season, I mean horror, Halloween, Halloween season. And also every day. Yeah, every season. just every day. Totally. But like, you know, for normal people that aren't horror lovers, yeah, this is no, a good, you. you know, throw on, throw on Paranorman, you know. It's so cute. Yeah. Monster House too. But like I said, I think that maybe watch it first or like know your kid, know what your kid can handle. Monster House is fun, but like, I feel like I felt good after watching Paranorman. I did too. You know Paranorman what I mean? has a very feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Ending. Yeah. Totally. Loved it. They all kind of have happy endings, though. Yeah. They all do. Yeah. Even Frank and Weenie, Carly. They do, because, you know, he's alive, kind of. <laughs> kind of. As alive as he's going to be. It's true. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think I'm done. Anything for you? No. I'm uh, I'm excited to see uh, we're, we're back at the wheel, right? Oh, God. Should we spin the wheel first? <laughs> or do you want have anything you want to talk about first? Um, I'm trying to think if I have anything. I mean, it's Halloween coming up. Life. Do you have any Halloween plans? I'm going to stay at home and watch Halloween. Oh, nice. The first one? All of them. <laughs> oh, all of them. <laughs> okay. One all like legit all, all of them? them, like even the new one? No. Oh. No. I don't know. I'll probably watch one and two. Yeah, I feel like one and two is good watching. And then you three, know? maybe, if I'm feeling crazy. There you go. I'm watching three on Friday. People Aww. are coming over. We're watching Halloween three and trick or treat. Yes. On oh, my outdoor theater. Yeah. Um, I watched Halloween last week. Nice. I've been saving um, it for Halloween. I love. I watch Halloween every year. I it's, love it. It's to. one of my f- favorite slashers <gasps> you know of all time. Ooh, maybe I'll watch that tonight. I haven't watched Cabin in the Woods yet. Who? Oh. I don't really watch that one for Halloween. I do. I'm sure you do. Because the handsome man is in it. The handsome man. The gorgeous man. The gorgeous man. Excuse me. My gosh. You call yourself a fan. That was embarrassing. (sighs) Yeah, I don't really have much going on. Just watching movies on the projector outside. And people can show up if they want. Yeah. I wish I was doing something cooler, but alas. It's fine. The all there is is movies now. <laughs> it's true. That's all there is anymore. I have been like really upping my my kitchen and home like game. I feel Exciting. like yeah. Um, it's been expensive, but also exciting. That is exciting. You know, it's money well spent. You always feel like, at least I always feel like I'm wasting money when I spend money on home decor. Mm -hmm. Because to me, it seems kind of frivolous. But then once you put stuff up, you're like, wow, this really does help. No, it does. And it kind of, it makes me feel like, I don't know, accomplished. Yeah. Like I'm doing something. Sure. Um, I bought, this is going to sound so silly, but I bought like a little stepladder and I Exciting. feel like it's opened my world <laughs> so 
much like as a short human yeah like i can put things on top of other things now and like i can reach in the back of my top (laughs) shelves which is really exciting congratulations so much more storage (laughs) than i ever thought possible oh my god it's amazing. Why did it take you so <laughs> long to get a step stool? Because I didn't really think it was that big of a deal. Like it's a big deal. You can't reach things. You're short like me. Well, I'm deal. shorter than you, but <laughs> I never knew if you got so guys, short people, if you are contemplating getting a little step stool, <laughs> money just well do spent. It. It money is, well spent. <laughs> it will change your life. How tall are you? You're taller than me. I'm five three. Oh, okay. You're not that much taller. Than, I thought no. you were taller than that. I thought you were mm. like 5'5". Five, five. Nope. Because I'm 5'1". Five, 5'3". Five, <sighs> Did I tell you that my Halloween sweatpants came in? You told me, but you never told me like if you tried them on. Well, I'm wearing them right now. Heck yeah, I told you they'd fit. So they they kind of fit. They fit <laughs> enough. For sweatpants. Like, how much do you really need sweatpants to fit? You know what I mean? Like, no, they just gotta, you gotta get in them. And it's that's not it. like I'm like going out in my sweatpants, although I might if they fit a little bit better. <laughs> I've literally worn sweatpants that are like way too big for me. You just kind of cinch yourself in and call yeah. it a day. Well, these are, these are from Graveyard Goods. And they're, love, um, love. The Halloween movie, not just Halloween in general. It's the Halloween movie. So on the left, on my left leg, there's Michael Myers and a pumpkin. And then on my right leg, running down my right leg, it just says Halloween. Death has come to your little town. And um, I'm obsessed with them. I regret not buying them, I'll tell you. They have a drawstring, an inside of the pants drawstring, and pockets, and they have the um, elastic around the ankles, which I prefer in, my, in a sweatpant. I don't want a sweatpant that's baggy in the ankle. No, no, me either. Um, it is. They are very long for five foot one me. But they have the the elastic, so it's fine. It's fine. Um, I fold them over once at the top because. That helps. Cute. That's a that's a look. Uh, it it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's I guess. a look. It's a look in general. <laughs> the look that you're going with. So I mean, I they're super comfortable and they make me really happy. So that's really all that matters. But I paid way too much for them. No, you paid just the right amount. <laughs> so, but I'm very happy with my my Gravetown good or my graveyard goods. Uh, did you get your Halloween? You bought something from the, the Halloween. I bought- two things i'm trying you to did. find the other shirt i bought the two of course i bought the two limited ones right so i have the orange long sleeve that is basically the pumpkin at okay. the beginning of the movie um and it says the blackest eyes dot Ooh. dot dot the devil's eyes the devil's eyes and then it says hollow at the bottom of the pumpkin face it says halloween purely and simply evil wow and on the sleeve, it says Halloween with uh, with Dr. Loomis in place of the O. Oh. And then on the other sleeve, I think it's the knife. Let's see. Yeah. Wow. It's the, the knife. It's so cool. And nice. I bought it big, so it's like I can wear it over things and be comfy and cozy. There you go. And then I, I got another shirt, but I can't find it. I'm probably sitting on it, if we're being honest. Um, But it was the other, like, black kind of marble-y shirt. Um, And I think it has Jamie Lee Curtis on the front. Nice. It's so cool. I love their stuff, obviously. I like them in Studio House. Yeah. Studio House is coming out with, oh my god, the craft (sighs) shirt. The craft on Friday. On Friday. I have an alarm set. I am so excited. I We're going to be twinsies. Wait. Oh, we already, how many of the same things do we own? At we this own a point? lot of the same things and I love it. Yeah. We're ready. We're ready once horror conventions start again. <laughs> I can do multiple costume changes during oh, the horror convention. I don't know. If, if we ever go back to the office, I don't know what I'm going to wear. Because when I tell <laughs> horror you horror t-shirts, I only own horror t-shirts now. It's like not an exaggeration. It's so true. 
I only own horror t-shirts. I open my drawer and I'm like, who do I want to be today? What (laughs) horror movie do I want to represent today? Exactly. I know I'm, well, with this, um, with my Halloween 3 and Trick or Treat uh, showing, like usually I'm watching, I'm wearing a horror t-shirt to go with theme. Yeah. So I have a Trick or Treat shirt. And I have my Tom Atkins Rules shirt. So I don't know which one to wear. I was thinking of changing shirts between movies. <laughs> you 100% can. <laughs> wear you my have- Sam shirt for Sam and wear my Tom Atkins for Halloween 3. I have an idea. What? So in between, have like a, either a snack or like jello shots or mm. like something. And so then... At the end of one movie, you disappear, do your costume change, and then at the beginning of the second, you come out with your treats or jello shots and hand them out. Hey, everyone. Just so everybody knows to look at you and your new shirt. (laughs) Everyone already knows to look at me. Well, you know, even more because you've got sweet treats or booze and also an adorable new shirt. Okay. You know. Point taken. Point taken. Thanks. Okay. Are we ready to spin this wheel? Oh, we haven't yeah. spun the wheel in a while. Get uh, get the app up so you can confirm that they're still streaming, mm. please. Mm-hmm. It's been a minute. It has okay. been. Okay, I'm Here ready. Here we go. I'm hitting the spin button. Here we go. <laughs> that noise. The Mothman Prophecy. Shut up. We literally just added that. And oh, can- Justin. Is Justin going to come on oh. for that? Oh my god! I'm gonna text him and ask him because that's you should. phenomenal. Okay, that's one of Justin's favorite movies. <laughs> What's the one he always talks about? To Legion. If we did Legion and the Mothman <laughs> Prophecies as a double feature, is like definitely be on, right? Yes. Okay. Um, okay. So the Mothman Prophecies. I've already told my Mothman Prophecy blockbuster story. Um, is I can't spell. Nope. Uh, on no F. Amazon Prime. <laughs> Amazon Prime. Okay. Here I go. Legion, I ju- just want to mention that Legion is on the wheel right now. Oh. And if we spin Legion right now, I will die. Okay. Well, let's see with if I hope the, I live. the demons of Halloween are on our side. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, nope. The Midnight Meat Train. Oh. Well, that was a letdown. No. <laughs> I was kind of expecting you to just say Legion anyway. Oh. I could have. I could have <laughs> just lied. That's not my style. I know. I don't lie. I'm not a liar. Um, okay. So Midnight Meat Train is on Prime Video, Hoopla, Tubby TV, and Pluto. Yes. All right. There we go. Mothman Prophecies. Uh, You know, I was talking about Mothman Prophecies with Tony Mm. just yesterday. Because I think it was playing on Pluto or something. Um, Because Tony watches Pluto TV like regular TV. He just flips through the channels and then stops randomly on things. Adorable. And uh, I think, I know, right? It's cute. Um, And like, he's like, oh, Mothman Prophecies, that movie's scary. And I'm like, is it? Is it really scary? Because That's what Justin says too, right? Yes. So maybe it is. I vividly remember falling asleep in the movie theater watching it. <laughs> I remember liking it. Okay. Maybe I was just tired as I a guess, teenager in the I movie theater. I guess we're going we're gonna to have to see. I'm It'll curious. It's It'll been be a while. I haven't seen it since I was a teenager in the movie Me either. Theater. Like I said, I fell asleep. I remember the end takes place on a bridge. That's really all I remember. The last time I saw it, I rented it from Blockbuster. All right. So there you go. Was did you see? <laughs> did you see it suburbia. in the theater? I did. Okay, I did. <sighs> all right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Mid- the Mothman prophecies and the Midnight Meat Train. Maybe Justin will join us because he will tell us. Everything we've ever wanted to know about the Mothman. You know what's interesting too? Hmm. What? Fun fact. Um, I now I want to pull it up just because I don't want to speak incorrectly. Um, one of the email lists that I'm on mm. has been like emailing me different things about 
um, different kind of like Halloween lore people. And I swear to God, today they emailed me something about the Mothman. It's meant to be. It is. I'm going to read this and then I'm going to tell you all about it next week. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. I'm excited. All right. So until next week when we discuss Mothman prophecies and Midnight Meat Train, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. It was like we had one voice. It was. We <laughs> blended. We blended into each other. Happy Halloween!